This is the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. Blue Cross NC is proud to bring you a deeper dive into the content and conversations from this year's event at the SAS Championship featuring what's next for women in business. Right, we're not here to compete with each other. We're here to build each other up. We're here to support each other, be about building one another's self-confidence, supporting one another, you know, reaching out and pulling the next person up. Welcome to the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. We are on site at the SAS Championship Executive Women's Day event where leaders of today and tomorrow have gathered to engage in meaningful dialogue, share insights on business perspectives, best practices, and the inclusion and empowerment of women in the workplace. I'm Jackie Ferguson, co-founder of the Diversity Movement and host of the Diversity Beyond the Checkbox podcast. And with me today is Shannon Allen, Senior Director of Employer Branding and HR Communications at SAS. Hi, Shannon. Thanks for joining. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to have you here. Shannon, tell us a little bit about your role. I see branding, communications, and HR, and those typically don't go together, (laughs) right? So tell us how they overlap under your leadership at SAS. Sure. I I joke with people that I'm the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker, um, and that I'm actually not an HR practitioner. Mm -hmm. So when people walk in the room, they say, oh, HR is here. I say, calm down. I just live in (laughs) HR. (laughs) I am actually a marketing and communications person that just happens to live in HR. And my role came about when my now executive vice president and CHRO Mm -hmm. took her role and said, I really want to brand HR and help people understand what HR does Mm. versus just, you know, hiring and firing people. Yes. And it's very important also to talk about our culture. So the role really does encompass a lot of things. We, the, I will talk about kind of the employer branding piece is really to attract and retain the best talent. Yes. All right. So that's that piece. The HR communications piece, really, I, I say I'm like the Google translator between what <laughs> HR is trying to say yeah. to the employees, right? Because a lot of the HR speak really doesn't resonate with an employee. Absolutely. Anything from your benefits to training to hiring all of those pieces so we do all of all of that as well we do social media Mm -hmm. we help with customer visits because they want to hear about the culture yeah so it it can cover a lot of different areas that's that's so smart actually shannon because there's so much that comes through hr right policy changes and you've got to understand how to communicate those right Just putting it out there one time without understanding how it's going to be received, communicating multiple times, it it can have a negative impact. So I actually love that it lives there because it's so important in creating the culture that certainly SAS has created Mm -hmm. to be able to take the time to message your employees about what's happening, what's coming next, which can be scary for employees. So I love that. Can we talk, Shannon, about the culture of SAS? You know, it has a, an amazing reputation of being employee first. Can we talk about that a little bit, uh, the culture, and then how that plays into your role? Sure. 
Well, we're, we're very lucky because the culture has been in place since day one. Yeah. And that really comes from our founder and CEO, mm -hmm. Jim Goodnight, yeah. right? Because he has had that founding philosophy that if you treat people like they make a difference, they will. Yeah. And it really has to start at the top. Uh, and, and so that, that's that been in place. And our culture is really based on three things, yeah. which is trust, flexibility, and our values. Mm -hmm. And so we feel like, you know, we have that job to kind of perpetuate that and carry that through the company. And we do that through storytelling. Um, we make sure that everything that we do kind of aligns back to those kind of three principles. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's, that's been especially important when the pandemic hit, right? Yeah. Having those three foundations, especially with the trust and the flexibility, mm -hmm. because that flexibility really kind of springboarded yeah. us to make sure that you know we're trusting our employees, we're giving them that flexibility now even more so when you're trying to take care of your kids or maybe you're trying to take care of you know elders yeah. and you're not working that traditional nine to five. That's right. You know, I'd like to dig in a little more on the pandemic and how that's affected the culture of SAS. Can you talk a little bit more? So we talked about um, the flexibility mm -hmm. that you're offering, but how has that affected uh, inclusion or how has that affected the general culture at SAS? That's a that's a great question. I think that there were a couple things that happened during the pandemic, right? We had the pandemic itself, yes. right? And making sure that, okay, how are we making sure that we enable that flexibility, right? Because we've always said that's part of who we are yeah. and it may have taken a, a different spin. So making sure that, you know, managers were connecting with employees um, and enabling that flexibility and, and really being cognizant of how they were, you know, providing that flexibility yeah. and, and that understanding to employees. And, and I just want to touch maybe on the inclusion piece as well, because not only did we have the pandemic, but we had some very tragic events that happened mm -hmm. during the pandemic, yes. right? George Floyd, some of the Asian hate crimes, mm -hmm. right? There were a lot of things that then really brought some of the diversity inclusion events to the surface. Yeah. And then you're not together. So how do you then make sure that some of your employees, right? How do you connect with them and understand right. how are they doing? Um, and we had that really, we had always talked about diversity, but this brought it to the surface in a different way mm -hmm. and really showed us that we need to be doing a better job. Yeah. We need to be connecting with our employees differently. We need to be talking about it differently. Mm -hmm. We started really making a more deliberate effort to mm -hmm. do that. And that's been something that we've done more ongoing, yeah. more deliberately to make sure that we are a more inclusive uh, culture. Love that. And Shannon, can you tell us a little about what kinds of things, best practices um, that you were able to, to do with your employees to make sure that they felt connected and included? There are a couple of different things. Um, I'll, I'll talk about some, maybe some formal things yeah. and then maybe some informal yeah. things. Please. Some of the formal things is that we are making sure that our managers are trained. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we, we're calling it a global flexible workplace, right? Mm -hmm. And we have training. And in that training, all managers are required to take that training. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of a, a three-pronged approach, model, coach, and care. Mm -hmm. So kind of modeling the behavior, right? Taking that digital-first approach yeah. to make sure people feel included mm -hmm. 
and then kind of setting some standards around that. And then really making sure managers are coaching and checking in, keeping your one-on-ones, those types of things. And then also giving managers resources to make sure their employees' well-being is top of mind, Mm -hmm. right? That is a big thing right now that everybody's very concerned about, right? We read about it every day. That's right. So that's kind of the the formal piece of it. And then we also have a, a a monthly global manager communication that reinforces those messages, provides toolkits to managers and things like that. That's awesome. And then some of the informal things we have, we we provide things like SAS trivia games um, that people can come and connect with each other and do things like that. Some of our employee inclusion groups have a lot of events. Um, One that's really popular and really great is our Black Inclusion Group, which Mm -hmm. they call themselves BIG. Okay. Um, Every Friday, we have Big Friday Mm -hmm. that they host, and they have different speakers or different topics, and everything is through the lens of the Black employee, but Mm. it's not. It's for everybody, and those are extremely popular. We have two to 300 people joining every Friday. Oh, that's so great. Oh, I love that. Shannon, the theme of today's event is next Leadership Today and Tomorrow, 12 months from now at the next year's event, what do you think will have changed with women in leadership in that conversation? Well, (laughs) that's interesting. You know, as I was thinking about what's different, I think even some of the skills that we've always had are now just magnified. So, for example, communication, right? We've always known communication was important, Mm -hmm. but communication looks a little bit different, right? Because we're communicating on screen all the time. So you have to be fully present. You have to know how to get your ideas across differently. Mm -hmm. You're navigating between maybe you're on a PowerPoint and then you have to stop and engage back face-to-face, right? Those are different types of skills that it's not the same face-to-face anymore. that's right. Right. So that's different. I think a huge other piece of it. And actually, I want to go back to the communication thing, because I think about this for the rising like generation. Yeah. And that communication piece, I think people have social atrophied. Mm -hmm. And I noticed this with kids and how they've kind of missed that being in person Mm -hmm. and their communication skills are they're lagging. And I've talked to parents and other colleagues, how they just, it's like they don't know how to communicate. Even Mm -hmm. if it's something as simple as my daughter works in a coffee shop and it's next to a middle school and the middle schoolers will come in and they don't even know how to communicate an order to her because it's like they don't know how to communicate face to face. They'll just kind of throw money at her and say, uh, coffee. And she's like, what kind of coffee? Uh You know, what do you want in your coffee? Do you want a small or a large? It's just that So I think that, you know, it's on us to make sure our children Mm -hmm. know how to communicate face to face and get their, express themselves clearly. We're going to take a quick pause for a message from our sponsor. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina knows that a healthy community is an inclusive community. And that's why we are proud to support women as they strive for equity in every facet of life. So my name is Shanika Thomas. I am with Girl Scouts North Carolina Coastal Pines, and I'm also a Wake County Commissioner, so I'm an elected official in Wake County. We want to have an opportunity to to be together, to share the commonalities. We have some of the same struggles and some of the same successes, 
and we're not talked over by being in a room full of white men, you know, kind of thing. Um, and so I think that that's important, but also just to have the opportunity to find that next mentor or to find that next mentee um, is, is a great, you know, way when you're at an all woman event. You only know what you've experienced and so it gives us an opportunity to hear other ways to make things great at our companies, right? So like at Girl Scouts, to be able to hear about some of the diversity initiatives or be able to hear how to adapt, I think is um, one of the great takeaways, at least from this morning's conversation. I can't wait to hear the rest of the conversations today. And now back to the Executive Women's Day podcast. So Shannon, you mentioned your daughter earlier. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you're imparting wisdom upon your daughter, you know, growing up in this this digital age. Right? Sure. Uh, she may be imparting more wisdom on me than I am her. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, the things that I, the two things that I try to leave her with is she's always saying, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that, but, but, and I always say, don't let your butt get in the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which really means your fear, like yeah. chase all those passions and find out what it is that really excites you. Mm. So feel the fear and do it anyway. Love it. And then the second thing is, and this is something that my mom always said to me, and I, I joke about this because Oprah says it too, is always listen to that inner voice mm-hmm. because that's God's way of talking to you. Mm. Trust it. Because it's not going to let you down, whether it's a work thing, whether it's a personal thing, Mm -hmm. listen to that inner voice. That is great advice for all of us. So Shannon, you've been to a couple of these conferences. Tell us what has been, you know, the most important thing that you've learned or the thing that's resonated with you most in past conferences. I, I think the thing that really, it's such a great takeaway to remind, it's a reminder that it's such a great support of women supporting women, mm-hmm. right? And that's important because I always say iron sharpens iron, yes. right? We're not here to compete with each other. We're here to build each other up. Right. We're here to support each other. And that's so important because you can lose your self-confidence. You can think, oh, well, that person's doing better than me or look at that person. And it's it shouldn't be about that. It should be about building one another's self-confidence, supporting one another, you know, reaching out and pulling the next person up. So I think that's probably my favorite thing about this event. Shannon, can you share with us someone in your life that has pulled you up or been a mentor? Well, there have been actually a few, um, and it's not necessarily, uh, I've had men and women both. Um, I think back to one of my first managers who really taught me how to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that because even I don't think at the time I even realized what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm I'm grateful for him. And then actually my my current manager, one of the things that I'm so grateful for is that she allows us to see an opportunity and come to her and say, hey, here's an opportunity. I see this thing happening. What do you think about this? And she empowers us to run with our ideas and always is so supportive in making it happen. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Love that. Me too. Shannon, where can our listeners go to connect with you? LinkedIn. Okay. You can find Shannon Allen on LinkedIn and I would love to connect and and engage with people. So please look for me. Shannon, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. If you like this show, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And for more on Executive Women's Day, visit sasschampionship.com and find them under special events. This podcast is a production of EarFluence. If you're interested in creating podcast content from your live event, visit EarFluence.com. I'm your host, Jackie Ferguson, and thank you for listening to this Executive Women's Day podcast.